I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour. Happy Friday. Even if it's a short week, it's still exciting that it's the weekend again. We have a stacked episode today, so I'm just going to get right into it because there were literally two other stories that I really should be covering today because they're really important, but they just didn't fit into the episode, so we're going to scoot them over to Monday. But first and foremost, we're discussing Biden addressing the nation with new COVID-related protocol in hand. So Biden has outlined a new six-pronged plan as a last-ditch effort to get us over that hurdle towards herd immunity. Via executive order, President Biden is imposing new types of federal vaccination requirements for Americans. He will require any company with over 100 employees to require vaccinations. These requirements are set to affect roughly 100 million Americans. Biden pointed out, though, that many major companies already require vaccinations, including Fox News. There will be exceptions made for medical and faith-based reasons. Biden also, though, took direct aim at Governor Abbott of Texas, saying that if he denies any teachers their salary for imposing a mask mandate, which he has threatened to do, the federal government will pay, quote, every penny, end quote, of their salary back to them. Biden is also looking to double federal fines for those who refuse to wear masks properly on flights or on federal property. As we've seen, there's been a distinct uptick in arrests following misconduct on airplanes, and a lot of it is related to mask wearing. Additionally, the Biden administration has persuaded Walmart, Amazon, and Kroger to make at-home testing kits at cost available to the customer. This will be a huge step in safety precautions, especially with so many of us being vaccinated and not necessarily knowing if we have it. Um, Imagine just being able to do a quick test before you go to a birthday party or something of that nature and just knowing, having that peace of mind that you're not spreading the virus around. Large venues will also now require proof of a negative test for entry. But many people are confused as to why President Biden seemed to declare independence, quote unquote, from the virus on July 4th 
and lifted the CDC mask mandate, or the CDC rather, lifted the mask mandate, only for us to sink backwards. Naturally, Biden blamed the unvaccinated, who truly are spurring the pandemic onward, but he was the one to make that declaration of victory. No one else can be blamed for that. Additionally, in COVID news, Georgia House Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was fined $2,500 for failing to wear her mask on the House floor as per House rules. First-time offenders actually only have to pay $500, but it seems that she has broken the rules several times now and tried to appeal in in the meantime at no avail. The sergeant at arms said the rule was clear and that she has to pay the fine. Two other anti-masking leaders were also fined as well, Representative Thomas Massey and Ralph Norman, both Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene. And next up for a little mini story, we don't have a ton of information on this yet, but the Justice Department has now sued the state of Texas. So the Justice Department just announced that it will be suing the state of Texas over its new abortion laws. Now, like I've talked about before, this is a risky move. If you remember, the Supreme Court is stacked by President Trump you know, with conservative appointees and getting this issue in front of them may not be beneficial to the cause of keeping abortions legal in America. The attorney general called the new laws, quote unquote, a scheme and deliberately designed to prevent women from their constitutional right to an abortion. The AG also criticized the way that the law affects those who assist a woman seeking an abortion. He asks that the court find the law, quote, invalid, null, and void, end quote. We will definitely keep you guys posted on what happens next. And next up, we are going to go over three different court cases that have updates. First up, we're discussing vaping. So yesterday, the FDA issued what's called marketing denial orders for more than 946,000 different flavored vaping products. This is because many of the flavored options like bubblegum or cotton candy have been pretty deliberately marketed to young people and gotten children as young as middle school age addicted to these vapes. The FDA also asserted that these vapes do not accomplish the goal that they set out to, which is to help adult smokers overcome their addiction to smoking. There are still a ton of harmful side effects of vaping or really smoking of any kind, and thus smoking products should never be marketed or sold to children. And I guess that the FDA decided that the potential costs just outweighed the benefits of keeping these almost million products on the market. 
If you're interested in learning more about the health effects of vaping or specifically about the company Juul that controls about 40% of that market, check out the podcast The Vaping Fix for a fascinating deep dive. When I uh, recommend the vaping fix, I mean, like, literally, like, you need to go and listen to it. Like, I couldn't stop listening to it. It's not dry. It's fascinating and will definitely pull you in. Anyway, the next case that we're going to discuss is Britney Spears's case. So you may already know that there has been a major update to the Britney Spears case. Britney Spears's father has officially you can see it on the court's website, filed a petition to end the conservatorship. It seems that he's realized his time is up. So why aren't we flipping cartwheels here? Well, he is doing this so that he can control how it goes down and mount his own legal defense against any charges that Brittany may bring against him after the conservatorship is broken up. Brittany has said repeatedly that for him, everything is about control. And this move really reinforces that. He even wants to have control over how he's going to lose control. You see, he said he's willing to, set, to step down from the conservatorship for the small price of $2 million, as well as a ton of other predictable strings attached. Her lawyer understandably called this extortion. Jamie has to know that the jig is up by now and is doing anything he can to get his hands on as much of Britney's money as is possible, which is what this thing has been about since the beginning. And for our next court case, we're discussing Elizabeth Holmes. I genuinely don't know who was more despicable, Elizabeth Holmes or Jamie Spears. We would have to do like a pro-con list or like some sort of compare and contrast for that one because these two are pretty awful human beings. The Elizabeth Holmes case has begun and it stands to be ugly. If you don't know about this woman, she is truly a piece of work. She faces federal charges for fraud after creating a $9 billion company on a web of lies. With an overwhelming desire to be the next Steve Jobs or Jeff Bezos, Elizabeth Holmes put the cart before the horse, dropping out of college at 19 to pursue an idea she didn't really have yet. Conceptualized, sure. But Holmes had no idea how to make the blood test that she had dreamt up a reality. But she went ahead and sold the idea to investors as if it were ready to roll. And she was a child genius. The hubris, stupidity, and recklessness of this decision cost people dearly. And not just financially. She was actually testing real-life patients for real-life diseases using a method she did not have. The results she gave patients were completely fabricated. 
And now she's set to face the consequences in this approximately three-month trial, going through every detail of her twisted story. If you want to learn more about her and her story, you can listen to the podcast, The Dropout, to hear all of the sordid details for yourself. And for our final story today, journalists have been beaten in Afghanistan. Warning, this story involves violence. In Afghanistan in the previous few days, extremists have been increasingly elected to the highest positions within the new government. I mean, is there such thing as a moderate Taliban member? Not really by our standards, but there is a spectrum within this crazy group. And now they have chosen to give power to the most extreme hardliners among them. But what's more than that, they've really cracked down on any marches or demonstrations challenging their rule by throwing people in jail and beating them brutally. Among these people have been journalists just trying to report on the ongoing violence and demonstrations. These journalists tried to protest, showing their accreditations, but the Taliban members either did not care or did not believe them and took them to the jail and beat them. And when I say they beat them brutally, you guys, I mean like, Whole swaths of their bodies were purpled with bruising. Their backs were busted open with what looked like lashings of a whip or a cord. They could not show their faces in the images in order to protect their identities. So there may have been a lot of damage done to their faces as well. And I think that's pretty likely. Demonstrators have also been seen covered in blood. They claim that in prison, the Taliban men said, quote, you want freedom? What freedom? End quote. Then the news stations were directly warned by the new Taliban-led government not to cover any protests at all. But the Taliban are facing much greater foes than these demonstrators, the Pakistani government actually has their own local branch of the Taliban and fears now that these Taliban in Pakistan will seek the same overarching power that their group has in neighboring Afghanistan. So Pakistan has now started launching mortar strikes along the border, sending tensions between these two countries sky high. Like I said in the beginning, I have other stories I want to cover you guys, but we made it to the 15 minute mark, so I'm cutting myself off. But starting on Monday with Monday's episode, first up, we're going to cover Andrew Yang creating his own political party, as well as what we now know about the Mu variant. And that is the news du jour. Also, as it is Friday and maybe you have a little bit more time in your schedule, I have an ask before our quote of the day. Take the time, please, to rate us and review us. 
All you have to do if you're on Apple is scroll down to the bottom and hit the five stars. And if you're not currently on Apple and can get over to Apple, all you have to do is search for a show, click on it, scroll to the bottom, click five stars. The whole thing takes less than 10 seconds and greatly, greatly helps our show. So please take the time if you have it and if you appreciate what we do. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, you have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself any direction you choose. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.